Welcome, Daddios, to the Indie Dads Podcast, where all dads in Central Indiana come to become stronger and better dads. We're going to pump iron mentally and learn about ourselves and about our community. So let's get in to this week's show. It's Pacer time. That is right. This week, we are going to go over all things Pacers, not the team-wise, but going to a game. What does that all entail? And everything there is new. The team, very new, new players, so that can be exciting. But also, the field house is new, freshly renovated, different than even j- just last year. And it's a great experience. No matter how many times you go, it can be a great experience and a value experience by just taking the time to go to a live sporting event. Get a professional one where your kids can develop their fandom just like you got. Or just the home fan feel of just living in Indiana and rooting for the Pacers just because you like Indiana. So, like I mentioned, the Pacers had put over $300 million into renovating the new stadium. Now the outside is not complete. They're going to do a whole pavilion, like have basketball courts, skating rinks in the winter, all this stuff on the outside. It's going to be fun once that is all done. But the inside is done and ready to go for all the new things. Now, a lot of it isn't necessarily kid-related. They've added a lot more bars, stand-up bars, where you can kind of roll around and don't have to feel like you have to sit in your seat the whole time to see the game. You can go multiple places to see the game. And that can be fun when you're just going. If you're going on a date night, that can be a fun thing to do with your spouse, just kind of roll around it at the different locations to see the game. But as a fan, kids, you may need to dial that back a little bit, but it's still going to be fun. They've opened it up a lot to kind of increase the views and everything to basically have more fan experience because the fan experience is what really drives you to go to the game. You can watch the game on TV all you want. That's enjoyable, but going to the game is a whole new thing. First off, the price. The price kind of varies. It varies from game to game, from day to day. So really, you got to check. If you're doing single game tickets, you need to check like what game you're going to go to. You can buy a ticket, though, for a game during the week for 10 maybe even under $10, depending on the team. If they are playing a team like the Orlando Magic, a team that has not been good in a long time, it does not have a huge following or a huge star on their team, well, it's going to be a cheaper price than if they bring in LeBron and the Lakers, which is going to be a premium price ticket. So it can gauge that same seat can cost $9 one day for playing the Magic, and the next day it could cost $35 to $40 for playing the Lakers. So it is very volatile, <laughs> the ticket pricing, but you can escape that if you want to get season tickets or game packages, which range from four to 10 packages, and you can really go based off your preferences. Now, more than likely, a season ticket is going to be a lot. That's 41 games, and that is a lot of games when you think about the overall. Even if it was just one time a week, that'd be almost a whole year of games, and they don't play a whole year. So it's like two or three times a week, and sometimes they're back-to-back. That's a lot of time and effort that with kids is maybe hard. But the single game packages or the four to ten game packages are really where you can really explore the fandom and enjoy these times together because you get 
premium games with these as well as some random games you can kind of pick and choose a little bit as well but you will get premium games with that and you get some gear and some other things that come with that to just kind of boost your fandom and also if you have kids that are under two you're willing to hold them in your lap they're free so remember that too even though it might be loud with the horns and buzzers and fans going on it can still be a fun experience to take your kids to as well your young kids to as well there's a couple of different places to buy tickets. You can always buy it on the Pacers website, but there's secondary sites like StubHub, OnlyIndieTickets.com as well. So you can buy secondary tickets. Helpful advice, try not to buy those tickets on the major games. So the big name games, if you're going to go to one of those, try to buy those tickets on Pacers. It's probably going to be cheaper. But if you're going to go to a random game, it might be actually cheaper to check out StubHub. Compare and contrast, whichever one you want to do. You'll understand there are different levels to what you're paying. If you're going to play more of a premium if you go lower than if you go higher. That's a part of the process. But they do say the club level is the best place for families. It's more open. You have a better view for kids because you're a little higher up, but you're not super high. But what I think is actually the best for the value you're going to get is right on the edge of the upper level, the balcony level, because you're not going super high. But you get to still see the action. They can see everything. They can look over the whole arena and kind of pick and choose what they want. They can follow Booger around. They can watch the pacemates. Whatever they want to do, they can enjoy that experience. But that's just me. I'm a little bit of a cheap guy. But you can enjoy that process as well. You know, just kind of what fits you the best. But either way, you're going to have a good experience, hopefully, from just attending the game. You're not going to have a bad seat. I've been to a lot of games, experienced a lot of different levels to see the games, and you're going to have a good seat no matter where you sit. You're going to see the game, you're going to see the action, and your kids can enjoy it too. But if you go higher up, it's a little steeper, and that can be a little bit scarier for some kids. I know it was for me as a kid as well. That's some helpful hits before the game to prepare for the game. What should you do, okay? First, you want to make sure your phone is fully charged because if you're going to be there, there are timeouts check things keep your kids maybe entertained if there is a lull there's usually not a lull i will tell you that between timeouts and half times and everything going on there are dancing games going on on the screens so many things going on that your kids should not be bored should not need a phone or tablet or anything like that but just good so that you can take pictures also and if you're traveling downtown for most of us isn't something we do a lot especially around sporting events where they block off certain sections and you're going to go a different way than you probably normally would go so it's good to have that gps on your phone to get you back home as quickly as possible because these games are normally at night and you probably want to get your kids to bed as soon as you can also if you're bringing in smaller kids diaper bags are allowed it needs to be 14 by 14 by 6 inches and really i just say try to bring the smallest bag as you can with the essentials and that's really what you're going to get by. You can't go anywhere. Your seat's, you know, pretty small overall. You don't have a whole lot of room. And so you really want to keep your kid entertained, but you don't want to take up extra space. You can bring a small umbrella-type stroller and tuck it under your seat. But really, I would advise against this. It's just a hassle to bring that. And your kid's probably going to be wanting to hold you because it is a crowded place. And most kids don't like to be around crowded places a whole lot. There we want to be helped. Also, make sure your car cards are working. Bring at least two 
cards if you can credit cards debit cards if you have that ability to bring to because they are going cashless at the field house which is great but also if a card doesn't work then you're as well what are you gonna do then like so to bring two just in case one is a backup just to be safe if you want to do any of the extra things at the the pro shop or get some food or anything like that and you can also make some signs 11 inches by 17 inches and it's gonna be a fun experience before the game have your kids make a sign and like decorate it and stuff this one is a great way to get them on a, the jumbotron and that's a fun thing for your kids to experience like and enjoy the atmosphere of the game even more but also they're getting excited for the game and if they've never been before it's going to give them even more pump to go to the game because they're doing something before and they get to use it while they're there now you get down there what are you going to do you got park parking unfortunately that's going to be an added expense to go to the game it happens you have some connections to downtown that you can get a free pass or something that's great but parking is usually going to range from 10 to 25 dollars closer you get to the field house the more it's going to be but if you park in the pacers garage it's going to be more expensive but you don't have to walk out elements as much it's a cover thing to walk from the garage to the field house you know to go outside again and the only time you're really outside it's actually in the garage which isn't outside as much and they are adding a lot of food some fun food things as well as local establishments like sun king and sugar fire brew burger garden table some fun food experience so it might be fun just to save up a little bit to know that you're going to buy at least one of these things these games usually are at night so you probably are already ate before you got to the game which is probably a good idea so you don't feel as hungry during the game but you can pick up these fun things while you're at the game they they have these things called the crazy chocolate brownie shake the cantina nachos the bourbon bacon grilled cheese barra ramen cup to go along with the normal food you would have there there's more i didn't want to go into too much but there's a lot of more food options than you think just the regular food so you can enjoy some of these treats while you're at the game as well now a good idea also is to arrive early to the game you don't want to be stressed by trying to get there before tip off you want to enjoy the whole festivities of announcing starting lineup which is the whole fanfare around that and they have some fun things to take your pictures with these cutouts or sometimes they have boomer out there or the pacemates to kind of have events around there sometimes they have souvenir shirts and hats for the first 100 200 whoever people at the game get a shirt or get a, a, sh a hat or a ball or something like that so get there you know relatively early so you don't feel stressed about that and you can enjoy and get acclimated to where you are and get ready for the game and also you can know your surroundings take your time to find it like the bathrooms know where the bathrooms are the changing tables if you're going with a, a spouse we're going to use the male's room the female's room that's something we always talk about because which one is always usually one that's better and so you can kind of converse about that know where the food is if you're going to get that get that early so you don't have to stand in line also an another tip about food go during the action while the game's playing go get food less lines you don't have to worry about 
also go to the bathroom at those times as well. And don't be afraid to bring noise canceling headphones or noise reducing headphones or headsets for your kids. It can get loud and that can be upsetting for some kids. And that's not something you want. You want them to enjoy it. And so don't be afraid to do that. If you have a kid that is sensitive to sounds like I do, I have a kid that is, and we're always prepared for moments when they may need it. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they just, you're engaged in the experience and the sounds is just a part of that. But sometimes they really do need it. Don't be afraid. Do that. It's very common. You'll see it around the stadium. That a lot of kids are doing it. Also, if your kid has some extra needs or you're just worried about your kid, possibly they're a runner or they, they like to wander. There is this thing at the service desk you can sign up for called Bloomers Buddies. And what they do is they give them a bracelet and sign their name, the seat location, and the phone number to their parents on their wrist. They get their own little wristband, which can be for fun for some kids. But this way, if they do ever get lost, they can be easily relocated to the family and there's no worry around them. This is actually a big deal. I, as a child of three, was lost at a White Sox game. And it's a very traumatic experience and it can happen very easily. There's so much going on. And sometimes communication between parents can be lost in the sounds. You think he's got the kid that follows him, but he doesn't. Or you think you're going this way and you're actually this way. There's just so much miscommunication that can happen. So this is a good experience, especially if you have a special needs child that needs a little extra attention. This is a great thing to sign up for, to be a part of. And that is the experience just around going to the game. There's so much more. And your experience is always going to be different each time you go. So you can enjoy it one time, not enjoy it the other time. But don't be afraid to go. And really, especially if you go on a weekday or an afternoon for on a weekend for a team that nobody cares about, well, you can really get some good deals that can be cheaper than even going to go see a movie. You get a whole new experience for your kids, even if they do not like sports. The experience of being around the game, all the extra festivities that go around with Boomer Pacemates, the halftime shows, the, the games they do on the street, on the Jumbotron, so many things that you can do to just have fun with being at the game. And the team is seeming like it's going to be a fun team. May not win a lot, but a fun offensive team, which we all love to see offenses, right? <laughs> so we can see a lot of dunks, a lot of three-pointers, a lot of points being scored because we don't play defense. <laughs> but you can just enjoy that aspect. And, you know, maybe your kid becomes a lifelong fan or a fan of one of the players and they just enjoy the game of basketball even more and they want to be part of the Hoosier hysteria of basketball. Thank you, Daddios, for listening to this week's Indie Dads podcast. If you want to join the conversation or you would like to be part of the podcast one day, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Communicate with us. Let us know if you want to be interviewed or if you have a place that should be reviewed or an event coming up. We would love to talk to you and have you be a part of the Indie Dads podcast. We'll see you next week. And of course, keep on dadding.